to our success pending podcast this is Ari and this is Raven and we're here to talk about our impending success and trying to figure our lives out in our 20 somethings yep and today's topic is money money the lack of the abundance of the yeah, bills the, the theory of the it the theory of money the dream the dream freaking money that doesn't even belong to you like okay. credit cards oh girl and don't student even loans. sorry about my credit card bill shit yeah my, my credit card bill is creeping Mm-mm. but yeah let's like to talk about credit cards so <laughs> I got my first credit card when I was grown as hell I oh. think I was like 24 me too yeah I was like 24 when I got my first credit card cause I was like terrified of credit cards what's the average age I mean how nigga 18 what yes what yes that's not my son I don't yes. know yes because credit cards are like you know like we so I was like reading something earlier today and it was just saying how America is such like a, we have like a lone predatory kind of like culture. So like as soon as someone turns 18, it's mm-hmm. like less than a credit card, you know, cause they don't know shit about money yeah. and they're gonna like owe us stuff. Same with student loans. As soon as you turn 18, you're, First year of college, that's twenty thousand. Depending on where you went, it could be twenty thousand dollars of money that you don't have, and you're eighteen, so you're not thinking anything of it. Like you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just going to school. Like and when you get those loans, they're just like, oh, girl, and even like refund checks, they're just expecting you to like handle all of these thousands of dollars. Like the first time I saw a comma in my bank account, nigga. Do you know the temptation of a refund check? Man, refund check season. Whew. Like, this is not my money. Whew. This is not my money. Right. But we don't have, at 18, we don't have the, I mean, shit, a lot of us now, we don't we don't have the financial literacy to, like, know that this is not your money. You know, that you're mm-hmm. going to have to pay this back and, right. and you're going to have to pay it back with interest. I think the craziest thing, because I also got a credit card stupidly, um, to me was realizing that, well, for one, credit scores. Uh, I'm a black woman, but on paper, I have the credit score of a very well-off retired white man. Okay, bro, me motherfucking too, girl. But like, it didn't. I but it wasn't until like I had to like start actually buying shit and owing shit and to for my credit score to go up. And I thought that was like so fucked up. Like in order for me to be allowed to buy expensive things and own things like property and like vehicles and all you that need stuff. records I, that you buy and pay back yeah That's like funny. i have to have records that i owe nigga shit and i'm just like that's what <laughs> what yeah. like because i've always paid for cash my first car i paid in cash everything else i pay in cash and the only loans up until recently until i got this damn car was just for school and i I mean, as much as paying thousands of dollars for school absolutely does not make sense, I've been able to wrap my mind around the concept, right? But goddamn, it's just, like you said, it's predatory, like, to make young people in charge of all of this money Mm -hmm. and still, you know, and Mm -hmm. it follows them forever. Yeah, that does follow you forever. (laughs) 
she's hysterical <laughs> thinking about our uh, what's the word our mortality and how debt follows us no literally like (laughs) she's it's just crazy because um doesn't debt like when you pass it like goes to your descendants or something like that i don't know i've heard horror stories about that and i'm like is that only for certain people or is that for everybody or is that just for like the poor oh you know what i think about i think about marriage Fuck. Because when you marry someone, their debt becomes your debt. So, so if you marry a doctor, because everyone wants to marry a doctor, but if you marry a doctor and he has three hundred thousand dollars in debt and you have none, that's your like. Title. Is that is 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 that doctor still cute? Is he still fine? Is she Word. still cool? Is so you gotta think about these things, and we're gonna talk about settling in another episode oh, yes, because because that's essentially what the fuck you're doing, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I and that's what's a cute. I don't want to say cute. What's a like not mean way and time of approaching someone that you're like romantically interested? In? Like, hey, how much money do you owe? Is someone looking for you? Oh, definitely like before six months damn so like before six months is that like before you tell your friends his real name like oh i'm talking to this person yeah i kind of feel like if you're talking to somebody for six months y'all are together like it has been established that y'all together and low-key i feel like if you're talking to somebody more than six months and y'all not together call me because because we need to talk um are he's gonna be the mediator no for real like I don't I don't do that shit like I'm one of those people where it's like if it's like a if if we together for a year and we're not talking about marriage what are we doing because we're old you feel me (laughs) eggs are drying up eggs are drying up like I lose like a hundred every never mind um (laughs) never mind (laughs) The, the, the shorter you with like, yeah like, you're like, not gonna be fine like this forever right like so your liver is bad you got you gonna get diabetes we eat, we cooked a lot together right so i feel like in six months within six months you should know how much this person owes on their student loan I don't know. Or any other type of debt. Like, or did you invest in some goofy shit that I should know about? Yeah. Did someone like, come with a machete looking for you knocking on my door? Because we need to clean that up. Like, no judgment. Like, no judgment. I'm not going to, like, leave you. But that shit needs to be cleaned up before the wedding. Because <laughs> that, that will officially be, like, our debt. Right. This wedding. And that's not fair because I'm one of those people that is very proactive in paying off their debt. Like, you know, like... I'm like I'm trying to pay my car my car note off two years early. You know, like my student loans, I'm paying extra on top of what they're already asking. I feel like I should not I, should, I feel like I should lower that shit back down because if they're gonna forgive all student loans. All right, let me chill. They definitely not gonna pay my ass back. What so ha- what happens to them? Like this isn't gonna work. This isn't practical. Know, no one's right? gonna do it. But then like just in case, like just me, just in case. Let me chill. Right. Just, I'm just in case. I'm thinking about those. What was it? Morehouse. Those guys. That whole entire class that got their debt paid off. Like I'm I'm thinking there's probably people who are like I'm gonna just take a gap year. I'm gonna take a year off. No, it was a story. It was a story like that. Like the guy was um. Something had happened, and like he was gonna graduate that time, but mm-hmm. he ended up graduating like the sem- like 
Like before that? Yeah, yeah, like like the semester before. I bet he was sick. Tight. I bet he was sick. I would be sick. so fucking tight. Like, like I should have. Why did I take that summer class? Why did I take the extra elective? Why I want to leave early? You imagine, but it's just also like, I feel like being debt free with student loans. I mean, I just feel like with the whole student loan conversation, I just kind of feel like wiping out student loans is just going to allow us millennials to get into debt with some other shit. Oh, they'll find a way for sure. Like, they're going to be like, yeah, let's get rid of your like student loan debt, but you have to like work a certain service job or like work in a service field or something yeah. like that. Like you need to pay up something. You need to give us your firstborn man child. Like Yeah, they already got that with teachers. Like the teachers teachers can apply for student loan forgiveness. Or I mean if you te- work at a university. Any education. Yeah, any kind of yeah. education, they do like loan forgiveness. But it's just kind of like it's just another opportunity for for them to like fuck us. Mm-hmm. Like you know I mean, man, let me let me lower my student loan payments because I'm paying like a lot of money. Treat yourself. Go get your nails dipped. Yeah. With that extra however much yeah. you give in My nails are struggling. And that brings us to budgeting. Girl. Do you budget? Because I don't. Do you budget? <laughs> I definitely budget. I have to. Yeah, I don't budget. I have to. I have, oh my God, I have like apps. I have so many apps, and by so many, I mean like two. What apps do you have? So I have this, I started out with this first app called Digit. Y'all should sponsor me because I've been y'all using y'all religiously. Digit, is, is that the one where you have to, um, do you have to pay? It's like three bucks a month. Like, I don't even see it. I don't even notice it. What? That's a lot of money. Three dollars? Yes. Girl, what? Yes. It's literally like a secret account. Okay, so this, yes. this is the benefit of it. This is why I like it. It saves money, so I don't have to think about it, right? Like, conscious budgeting, I think it's, like, great. And it's like, okay, whatever. Ooh, I put money away. But, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I'm more tempted to withhold less money if I do it myself. The app literally... it. Not every day, but like pretty consistently, like it learns my spending habits. It knows like when I'm getting my direct deposit. It knows when I have, you know, withdrawals typically or whatever. Mm -hmm. It kind of learns my spending habits. And so based off of that, it will just take money from my bank account and put it into like a separate, just like savings account that, you know, you know, if you have Chase or something like that, I think you have to have like direct deposit and you have to have at least $50 in your account before they like say you're wasting our time. Mm -hmm. Turn this into a checking account, bitch. Mm-hmm. this is not the case like it just saves money for you and I wake up and it'll tell you it'll be like while you're asleep I took 13 bucks don't freak out it's just me you can have it back whenever you want and this is gonna be in your ready day account so I love it for that reason because I can manually save but it just does it so I don't have to think about it. Sometimes it'd be a little brolic and it'll be saving like 75 bucks. And I'm like, bitch, wait a minute. I know I've been doing good, but I ain't even doing that good. But I mean, if it saves $75, it just means it knows like, bitch, you got it. Stop playing. I'm like, you right. But I do. That's <laughs> right. You right. I do. You I, right. I, I, I do got it. <laughs> I don't need it right now. That's fine. You hold it. You hold it for me. So that's my first app. Oh my gosh. But, but I recently started using this app called Prism for my bills to remind me when they're due. It literally like you can um, link your accounts to mm-hmm. the app and it tells you 
when it reminds you when your bills are due and you can pay from the app so you don't have to like log into your separate accounts or anything every however month or every week and it's just easy and it tells you how much you make for the month so it's like this is how much you're supposed to have left over if you don't fuck up and I'm just like oh I like having this and they tell you in like color coded and shit Mm -hmm. so like my goofy ass can understand like okay I'm doing all right. I have this much of the bar graph left mm-hmm. over, but you know, so, but those are my apps that I use for saving. Mm-hmm. It just helps. Yeah. When I was in college, I used this, um, well, it wasn't an app cause you know, we didn't really have apps like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my freshman year of college. We had, you know, under the mattress, that, that good old app. No. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, no. oh my I'm God. Like, I'm like, wait a second. That's a great name for an app. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> By the time this episode airs, this shit is trademarked. So don't even right, try it. Right. Don't, don't even try it. <laughs> Period, poo. <laughs> but um, no, I I use Mint.com. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was in college, but now um, I don't budget. Um, all my bills are like auto pay because ooh she, I, she ooh see that's how you know. Like, I doing decent when no. they shit on auto pay because you just know it's gonna be there. I mean, the only thing I don't have on auto pay is rent because whoo, that's that's a lot of fucking money. But so I have I have three bank accounts. <laughs> I have my main bank account. I have my so I got my car loan um, through a credit union back home in Maryland. So I have like an account with them, and you know that's like when my credit my my car loan is and stuff. And that card is literally like my car card. Like when I get my direct deposit, a certain amount of money goes from my direct deposit. Like, like a certain percentage of my check goes to that car account. Mm-hmm. And that automatically pays my car note every month. You know, like mm-hmm. I just make sure. And every, and, and that's the card I use for gas. That's the card I use for oil changes and stuff. So like, that's just taken care of. Like I take a certain amount of money out. I can't take the shit out because it's a, it's a Maryland credit union. So it's not like I can go to an ATM because right. it's not one out here. Right. Um, and then I have like another bank account, which is like my little bitch bills. Little bitch bills. Like Netflix mm-hmm. and Spotify and all that stuff because I just would hate for my shit to be in a negative because Netflix wanted to come in at 4 a.m., you know? Right. So, yeah. I don't budget. All I say is I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. And that really be helping me like not spend that much, you know? Those those what you call that a positive affirmation? Yeah. <laughs> like, it is. Live like you poor live like you broke. No, bitch. seriously, like like be like you are broke. You don't have any money. Like, like don't it, even try it. Like ignore that. Like, yes, the direct deposit's coming. That's not your money. Right. Stop. It's gone. It's already gone. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta say it out loud. Like you'd be tempted, like, damn, do I wanna get this like purse from H and M or these mm-hmm. sandals? Like this is mad cute. It's summer finally. But like Wow, are you like throwing shots at me right now? I just it's a cute purse. With, with the purse and sandals. <laughs> it's a cute purse. Oh. It's a cute sandals. <laughs> I, she literally came in my house and I was like, those are cute. H&M. Yes, that's my jam. They did a fund me too. 
I mean, everybody does. Low key. I spend way too much money at these corporations. How do you prioritize your spending? Like, how do you decide? Like, obviously, like, things that influence your quality of life need to get paid for. But, like, when it comes to, like, the other shit, like, you know, besides saying I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke over and over again and putting your car so where you don't see it. How do you prioritize? Like, okay, this is, this has to get done. Um... I mean, well, like how, like how I said that like most of my bills are like on auto pay. Um, sometimes, sometimes, so I give myself months. Like June, you can spend money on this. You cannot spend money on clothes this month because this is not your clothes month. Oh. You know, that's what I do. April, you know, April's my birthday month. That's my self-care month. Everything goes in April. <laughs> you know, go crazy in April. Like, buy a Lamborghini if you want. Like, you know, do your thing. But, so, anyone who knows me personally, they know that travel is one of my priorities. And no, I'm not rich. No, I don't fly first class. Like, I get the cheap flights. Like, I flew to Korea for $480. How long was that flight? How long was that journey, I should say? How long was the flight? Yeah, well, just like, because I'm, it wasn't, was there like connections and like all of that? Yes. So actually, I had an 18 hour layover Bye. in Shanghai. Bye. No, <laughs> no, but 18 hours is a great time for a layover because you can like get a hotel. Like, it's like literally a whole day. Like, so I had a vacation in my vacation. So I spent the day in Shanghai, had a hotel, all that stuff. It was lit. Okay. Any any layover that's, like, over five hours and under, like, ten is, like, bullshit. Like, low-key, any layover that's, like, over three hours and under ten hours. Yeah. And they know it. That's why it'd be dumb cheap. Yeah. So, like, I... So, technically, that, that wasn't even a layover. That's technically called a stopover. But anyway... We don't, we don't get into that. The more you know. So, yeah. So, certain months, you know, I buy my travel stuff. Like, because I have my money prioritized for this month of May to buy all my travel stuff. So, you just really got to find, like, a system that, like, works for you. Um, when it comes to budgeting, uh, like, that hard, hard, hardcore budgeting, um, I don't really think it works, well, at least for me, because it's just not possible for me to, like, stick to a strict spending budget when, like, life isn't strict. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I feel like, especially in Chicago, I think it's easier to save money in the winter than it is for, like, in the warmer months. Like, holidays aside, right? Um, In the summer, you're trying to pop out. You're trying to be seen. You're trying to go out and do shit. My Uber bill in the summer? Uber bill. Be, like, $300 a month. You might have to hop on one of them scooters once they bring it to the south side if they ever do. You seen Yo, those scooters? Oh, I did. I saw. I saw it up north. Uh, when, I, when I was up north uh, last week, I literally today, last Friday, yeah. during my work day, I saw so many people on scooters. Like from the time I pulled into the office, nine thirty, late, and till I left, it was just like everybody was on a scooter. Scooter was on every block, and I'm like, when did this happen? This was not here last week. Literally yesterday. It wasn't here yesterday. Literally yesterday, <laughs> and they're like be different brands, and I'm just like. Yeah, Y'all they just hit they hit Baltimore like last summer, I think. That's crazy. I don't think they had Baltimore no more. Imagine just I think like, the niggas fucked them shits up. Imagine like getting off like the train or some shit, right? And like you taking this like electric scooter to like fucking deadbolt or whatever. 
just like, damn, my heels hurt. I don't want to walk no more. Let me hop on the scooter and meet, meet my girls. Right. And just pop hey, it Just like imagine pulling up to the bar sky, like, sky. hey, bitches. With a little bell. Ring, ring. That's definitely technically drinking and driving. So. Watch this be like, damn, watch that be like the mode of transportation for like this upcoming summer just like scooter taking yeah like Fuck taking no. the scooter to the fucking club or to the bar no that's not gonna be the fucking way we, I promise you that shit is not maybe in fucking Wrigleyville <laughs> oh but but the, but the spots that I go to no where you where where I'm talking about up north. This is some of Oh, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they don't even I'm have the thinking, scooters over I'm here. I'm thinking you meant like at the promontory. <laughs> Girl, they don't even have scooters this far south yet. They, <laughs> they think, I don't think they're coming. They too scary. I don't think they're coming. No, they're not going to take them. <laughs> no, but, ugh. I mean, but yeah, I be like putting myself on like purges. Like you cannot buy clothes this month. You are not allowed to buy clothes. I mean, I lucky been on like a clothes. Like I've been trying like to not spend money on clothes. Because that's like, so like some people like, you know, food is their advice. Like they love eating out. They love getting shit delivered. Ever since I moved to the city, I've been Uber eating it out. And I really got to stop because most of that, most of that shit is pretty nasty. You got to, <laughs> she's hurt. She's really hurt about this uh, Grubhub meal she got before. Yo, I got some Chinese food from Grubhub. It was disgusting. I don't even remember their name. I'm not even going to plug them. But like. She should have did Northern Trust. Northern Taste. Oh, girl, wow. Northern Taste. Wow. Wow. Not the bank. <laughs> or whatever they Bitch, do. That's definitely the fucking bank. Northern Taste is fucking great. And she decided to. Yeah, I want to like cheat actually, on our yeah. cheat on a restaurant like and a, go somewhere like else. A bum bitch. And I, now I'm wasting money. So this episode is very got me super hot because I wasted twenty one dollars. That's a lot of money to waste. Like when I get home, I'm gonna go to bed hungry. I thought you were gonna say cry. I'm gonna cry myself to sleep because I'm going to bed hungry. Like for real. Damn. In my house, whatever. But but yeah, so we just gotta figure out what what works for you when it comes to like prioritizing and budgeting. But you have to make it like it's it's a it's a choice. It's a decision. It's an action. It's not something that's just gonna magically come up to you because we grown now and shit not spoon fed to us anymore. I wanna be spoon fed though. I wanna be one of those people where like their parents be like paying for their like car insurance i want to be kept as fuck yes i want like i'm i I low-key be kind of jealous i (laughs) i be low-key jealous as fuck low okay (laughs) slight rant so i went to this um what you call it i went to this panel discussion yesterday at the wing oh yeah how was it that looks so cute it's super cute the wing is super fucking cute so is the wing like an office space it's like a yeah it's a co-working space but it's for like women yeah 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 um but like caters to women anyone can go there but it's specifically is catering to like women um and the panel discussion was hosted by star jones and they were talking to like three women in different industries and i thought it was like really cute but the only thing that like kind of struck 
that stood out to me when they were talking about like I guess their road to success I thought mm-hmm. the title was super fitting right one of the women was saying like when she was like fresh out of college she was working as like a waitress like a cocktail waitress and she was like smart and everything and capable but like she just kind of like found herself in this like rut like I just graduated what do I do I was in a relationship my partner died like yeah it got dark and so one of her friends had a dad who was like the president or something of BMO Harris and just like gave her a job in like the PR department and she had no experience in that and I was just kind of like that's a great opportunity and that's great sometimes you just need opportunities in order to get to where you need to go but at the same time I was like wow I can't relate to this fucking nepotism like you're the director of marketing at this like really great institution but it's like damn like not everybody has someone to just like swoop them up and save them from like the realities of like life and debt and all that Mm -hmm. kind of shit and I was just kind of like girl that's so that's so true like like I feel like in college I saw that a lot like especially going to school in Maryland Maryland we have Prince George's County which has the most uh, well Maryland has the most millionaires in, in the country PG County is the richest black county in the U.S. So a lot of the black people that went to my school came from fucking money. Like their parents were politicians in D.C. or doctors at Johns Hopkins or, you know, like Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I like I like saw that. I mean, yeah, like I saw that, like like my grandmother so I was raised with my grandmother. My grandmother was, I mean, like, we was like high key middle class, mm-hmm. but she was also a teacher. And we was middle class because that bitch knew how to save. Like, mm. she knew how to save. Like, she low key made her own clothes. Like, yes. Like, she was just like cheap as hell. So, you gotta live like you broke in order to really low save key. Money. Yes. Like, we was definitely living like, we was fucking broke even though we was living in like a home that wasn't like broke but we couldn't turn the heat on in the winter and we- <laughs> could you did you at least open the oven or was that gas too you know you ever have to well, turn, the, turn uh, open the oven door yeah but the house it? was like so big though uh, so that shit wouldn't have worked put out a chair that would have been yeah that would have been that would have been more expensive yeah to try to heat up the whole house with that shit okay than to turn the air on you definitely said house i grew up in an apartment so we can get away with that for a little yeah bit. it was like a two level like single family home with like yeah, it was like it was like a big ass house. It it was almost like on some like nigga we made it type shit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. You definitely gotta like that's like my mantra. You gotta live like you broke to not be broke. Yeah. And I think that a lot of us want to keep up with the Joneses. And so like I have a I drive a Honda truck right now. And I really want to, tra- well, I don't, I don't do it anymore, but a couple months ago, maybe last year, I really wanted to trade my car in for like some young bitch shit, like an Audi or, you know, a Lexus, like something that's more like my age. But I'm like, Audis are young bitch shits? 
I don't I mean, know cars. Just so this like, is interesting. Yeah, but just like sporty, fun, like, oh, you driving a candy red, such and such and such. Oh, she cute. You know, yeah, <laughs> like shit like that. But like, I had to realize, like, you have a very reliable car. Like, you're driving a Honda. And like a pretty new-ish Honda. So just pay that bitch off. Like, just like focus on that. Like, focus on paying that off. Like, focus on one thing. I feel like a lot of us, like, really, we kind of lose lose our focus. Like, we want to switch cars and shit so much. We want to switch jobs. We want the latest technologies. We just, sometimes, we, we got to learn to just sit our asses down and just hold on to what we have already. High key. Yeah, I mean, an emphasis on just sitting your ass down. Sometimes you need yeah. to stay inside. Like, I know you Word. want... Word. Sometimes you just stay that stay ass in the house. Don't turn the lights on again. Turn the Because that off. costs money, too. <laughs> Maybe some Christmas lights. See what the voltage is on. That bitch. Because we was definitely sitting in the dark before Ari got up. And yeah, was like, I was like, hold up. <laughs> what I can't fuck? fucking see. Yeah, I mean, like, I know it's summer, y'all. Y'all want to be seen. You want to be out here cute. You trying to... Sh- turn up at the silver room oh my gosh well i mean i'm still being here but i'm just no i'm just really <laughs> thinking like when was the last time you was in the house the whole weekend um like the whole fucking weekend i could think back it's definitely happened at least last month it definitely happened in may yeah like may and a bitch was sad but not because i was like sad but just because i was just like i might want to go out but when i'm happening going out is fine when it's like not going out is fine when it's like my choice i don't like going out when it's like not your choice because there's nothing to do true yeah that's a good point yeah but you know sometimes you like i'm saying sometimes you just gotta sit your ass in the house yeah and because low-key because there's been times where i went out and I wish I stayed my ass at home because it was not lit. It was not fun. Oh my gosh. That's a waste of makeup, waste of outfit. Oh, the Waste outfit. of like my Uber, like everything. Liquor in my body, like. <sighs> if you got a, if you got your own place, if you're fortunate to have a place or a place that you share with someone where you are able to invite people over, do that. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to stay in the house. Maybe have a friend over. Go get some barefoot wine, or like some northern taste. <laughs> yeah, some northern taste. Shout out to Northern Taste sponsors. <laughs> we literally eat y'all almost every almost time. every show. <laughs> every show we munching on some Northern Taste. <laughs> but like for real, get you a fire stick. That's like thirty bucks. Hack that bitch, and it's just like watch whatever the fuck you want to watch with your homie or your roommate, be it human or a cat. Like yep, yep, Lord. And like I, I believe I talked about this before in like other episodes, but like. You can have, like, a cute little, like, spa day in the crib. Yo. Like, in the crib. Avino has, like, these foot soak scrub peel and things. I ain't used it yet, but I'm just like, if you want to peel your feet, bitch, go to Walgreens and get some Avino foot peel. It's probably, I don't know. if I can, I can tell you next week if it worked or not. I don't know. You but bought it? I bought it. I just haven't used oh, it yet. Because okay, okay, I was okay. just like, yeah, do I want to? Because I'm like, first of all, do I need to peel my feet? Yeah, I don't know. You black, so I'm assuming you wash your legs and your feet. So I, I, I clean myself. <laughs> I clean my body. So I don't really know. I don't know. I was just like, I don't get, I don't get to go to the because I'm trying to do as I preach. I don't like, I don't get to go get pedicures, you know, professionally as much as I would like to go. So I'm just like, let me do this at home. Let me get the yeah. kit. Let me get myself cute. Let me do like summer walker and get my toes white. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of like on like that kick too. Like, you know, I, I always have my nails and my feet done and I usually get them done at the same time, every time. But then I'm just like, I'm wasting so much money doing that. So I'm taking a break off the hands and just like going manicureless to, to save some coin. But And this isn't just oversimplify like money situation. Some people just, you know, Oh, we in debt and we got bills to pay and maybe we like living outside of our means. Like it's fucking hard, but sometimes depending on your situation, laying off the manicures help. Yeah. This, this isn't to minimize it because some, some people yeah, just be going people, through it. Some people are really underwater and, and yeah. it's unfortunate because I feel like it's definitely normalized. Like there are people who are degreed and salaried that are like still like underwater. Like, you know, back in the day, having a college degree, it separated you from the rest. You know? I, I, I've I heard stories and like now, that. Right. <laughs> and now we all got degrees. Sounds like a myth. Right. Now we all got fucking degrees. And your job is like, what? Like, okay, yeah, maybe you can be like an assistant to the assistant. We'll pay you $11 an hour. Right. Bitch, what? Right. What? With a 1% raise every year. Like, <laughs> 10 cents? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going up 10 cents an hour. Like, like are you Are you dumb? Are you but, sick? Right. Like, I'm going up 11 cents. But, yeah, like, we, yeah, we're definitely, like, severely, like, underpaid. Um, Don't get me started. We're going to have a job episode where, you know, you can speak more about that. Oh, yeah. Like, who we're going to have in a, in, you know. We're gonna. We're definitely gonna have an episode about jobs, and we're gonna have a very seasoned individual who works in HR come and tell you all the tips and tricks you need to secure your bag. Because let me tell you, this person has helped me in so many fucking ways, yo. Like, yeah, me too. There is like so many things. Like even just talking to my friends, that I've realized like a lot of people probably don't even really know when it comes to looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Like titles mean everything, or like. How to ask for a raise, how to quit, mm-hmm. all of these things yeah. that you don't really How to know. negotiate. How to negotiate. And like you can read a little article about it and stuff. Like that's cute and everything. But like I really feel like this person that we're gonna bring on is gonna be essential to helping some of y'all people because she helped me and ugh, I don't know what I'd be without her, honestly. But that will be a great episode, so tune in for that. But in the meantime, stay ass at home. <laughs> Yeah, stay that ass at home. Like, actually, don't stay your ass at home, to be honest, because we only got, what, like, 50 more summers left? Girl, <laughs> I was definitely about to say, like, we definitely in the last episode was like, take a walk, go outside. <laughs> well, walks are free. <laughs> right. Yeah, walks are free. Like, definitely, like, experience this summer because at the next year you only got 49 more summers left wow so <laughs> remind these fools of their mortality right so yeah so but as soon as october hit stay that ass in the house yeah october okay wild out for a little bit like halloween is the last day i should see your ass out the house halloween be out here act up after that hibernate you need to calm down. And by okay. then, you probably ew, by then it'll be cuffing season. You know what? Save five dollars. You'll a have week. a sponsor. Wait, what? <laughs> I've never experienced that. A sponsor. 
I mean, no, but like the whole like cuffing season thing. Oh, because you lived in South adjacent, so I mean, did it really get cold over there? You get cold where you from, right? Baltimore gets cold. It does. No, it does. Because I was there. Nigga, yes. I'm just talking about like, <laughs> it's winter. Gotta get me a man. Okay, download Hinge. Download Hinge again in October and see your shit gonna be blowing up. Niggas only want to act right when it's cold. Oh, I'm trying to have a summer bay where we can be on rooftops. No, that's this doing dead. the nasty in the corner. It's dead. No, it's dead. <laughs> nasty. It's dead. That shit is I'm dead. Trying, I'm trying to do it in a butt on somebody's rooftop. <laughs> Those of y'all listening, Ari wants to do it in the butt on the rooftop. Not the sexual act, but the but the but the but the song and dance. That's how you say in the butt. Doing the butt. I thought you said doing in the butt. You definitely said doing in the butt. I definitely said doing it in the butt. Doing the butt. Wow. Doing the butt. Sorry, I'm high off of. That's a Freudian slip. No. Something. She's very sober, y'all. I'm I'm high off of. I'll I'll delete that uh, later. (laughs) No, I won't. No, you shouldn't. (laughs) You definitely should not. Keep that. Keep that. No shame. For somebody And not just Anybody Someone who hold me down Like limitation We want forever bound Nowhere to be found Cause I'm just trying to catch up with you Cause I'm just trying to keep up with you Um, it's stressful, <laughs> you know. Damn, Damn. It's stressful as fuck. I've literally been working since nine thirty. Shit. Oh, because of that fucking storm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Right. Fuck this shit. Indeed, fuck this shit. Advice for the audience: quit your jobs. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my god. Quit. All right, y'all, welcome back from our break. We're so excited to interview our first guest for Success Pending. She's an amazing and talented artist in Chicago. She raps, she sings, she does it all. I'm excited to talk to Just Soul. Yay! Hey, hey. (laughs) Just Soul. I wish we could say... (laughs) Yes, it is. I wish we could say we have her in the stew, but like... It was like fucking like the end of the world this morning. Like nobody's trying to leave their house today. No, so we're so we're kind of leaning on technology right now. I hope you know she pulls through. She sometimes a very unreliable bitch. So technology acts right when she want to fuck when she fucking wants to. So I mean, it's a complicated relationship. But right now, she seems to be acting all right. True, she's an I today. Hopefully it stays that way. Let's let's cross our fingers. Right. <laughs> let's fucking cross our fingers. <laughs> so in the meantime, girl, this is all your time. We're so excited to finally have this done. This is definitely attempt number two because if <laughs> Lord knows nah, we have key, this is like knowledge. attempt thirteen because the first attempt was like seven attempts in itself. It really was. It really, <laughs> it really fucking was, y'all. We really did our best. We had just in the studio, in the stew, <laughs> and fucking technology was just like, no, you want to get shit done today? No, bitch. No. The fuck, fuck your plans. Yep. So, 
here we are. It's cool though, but we're still super excited to talk about Jess. Um, and just, you know, I'm really excited just to talk to her and just even starting the interview process with our guests, because the whole point of success pending is to talk to folks that are in the midst of doing things that they're super passionate about. You know, I don't want to talk to people who are like, you know, out here doing international tours and, you know, fucking in the Smithsonian and all that kind of shit. I want to talk to the motherfuckers who are like grinding right now, like the ones that are, you know, the relatable stories of, of everyone that say they want to do something and are actually actively doing it. And I felt like Jess was like the perfect person to talk to because she is out here fucking working, making music, making bops. And I'm super proud of her. And she's oh, also my friend. Thank so like, you. <laughs> Super proud to call her my friend. So I'm like, thank you for like making time to come and do this. No problem. Um, yeah. I mean, like, first of all, I know I, I call myself giving you a little introduction, but like, I feel like you can explain yourself better than anyone else. So like, tell the people what you do, what you're about, what you are. So my name is Jesso and I like, I like make music, you know, I make music that people can like feel and connect to and connect with. I mostly like sing rap-ish. I never say I sing. I always tell people I talk melodically. But people always say, bitch, you a singer, stop it. But it's like, sometimes I don't feel like I can hit the notes that I want to hit. So I'll be like, I'm not a singer. I talk mel- melodically, and that is my safe space, and I'm going to stay in there. So, yes, oh, I, love music. Own it. I love making music. I love tra- cre- uh, creating connections with music uh, to meet new people and connect different groups of people. So that's something I love to do and I'm what I'm passionate about. That's what's up. Now, how long have you been making music for? I've been making, I've been like, right. I started off writing poetry when I was like 12. And then I started making music at 18, but then I didn't really start taking it serious until I was like 20. So that was like six years ago. So I'm 26. So like maybe six years, but I've been like going full throttle ever since then. Okay. So like, how would you, like, what is the process? Like, I mean, cause you say you started out with poetry and then you just like, started diving into music but like how was that like what was your like what happened like when you were just like I'm gonna just go to the recording studio or like what was your first like session like or like your first performance like where where did that transition happen when you were just like I'm going I don't want to like write in my notebook anymore like I want to like put myself out here like when did that happen and like what was that like what was your first like real like sessions like so I started going to the studio when I was in like 18 when I was like in college because I really fucking hated college. Oh my God, I hated college <laughs> so fucking much. And music, music was my escape from college, basically. That's when I started transforming my poetry into music because poetry is cool. I, I love poetry. Poetry is a great way to escape and it's a good um, way to express yourself and outlet, but I wanted something I can hear back. I know I can read it back, but I wanted something I can actually listen to. I'm walking up and down the street and seeing niggas that I don't like. They go to that school, Ooh. and I'm like, I need to listen to song. Y'all hate tracks. It out. So I got inspired. I actually got inspired by J. Cole, his first, his mixtape, um, the warm up, and it was basically him talking about how he gonna like, he wants something so bad, he don't work so hard to get it. And he was in college when he did that, and I was like, that nigga right there doing it. I want to be like that nigga a little bit. I'm inspired. <laughs> a little bit. I'm gonna do that shit. I'm gonna do that shit. So that's what I did. I started going to the studio. I started say I got the little refund check from school. I started booking sessions. Oh my god, my first session was so fucking bad. It was tell so us about your fucking tell us about know. your first session. Oh my god, it was terrible. Listen, listen. First of all, my skills weren't 
as sharp as they are now, of course, because I was just starting out. So it's just like, you just starting out, so you ain't as good as you think you are. But you, in your mind, you be thinking you fire, but when it come out, it don't come out as fire as you think it should. So it's just like, my first session was like, I was super nervous. Engineer was like, are you okay? You sound a little shaky. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. I got it. Whole time, whole time sweating bullets. <laughs> like it's kind of shaky. And no diss to him. Shout out to dude. I'm not even gonna say his name. I'm not gonna say his name. I'm not gonna say the studio. His engineer wasn't that great. I'm sorry. I wasn't that great. He wasn't that great. And that was just a bad mix. But it's okay. Because we all get better as we grow and, and get older. So it's fine. So that's cool. Okay. Growth. Growth. I think my first performance I paid to play. Oh, yeah. Any artist knows. Wait, what's that? What pays to play is means basically you pay to perform. And it was like a competition oh. at some bar up north. I don't even know if it still exists. I hope it doesn't exist. I hope this shit burned down. No offense. I'm sorry. No, I don't. No, I don't. That's negative. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my God, I was so bad. And you know you're bad when the the host or whatever says, it takes a lot of courage to come up here and perform. That's when you fucked up. If anybody tells you that after you perform, you did bad and you need to go practice. And that's what I did. I went to practice. So yeah, that, yeah. those are the beginnings. Okay. And now, you know, that that was wow, six, no, eight. I can do math. Eight years ago. And since then, like, from just what I've seen from like your journey, like you've been in front of big audiences. Like you did what was a Commons office mm-hmm. one You've been uh opening for niggas. Like I've seen you, like you like people like be asking you for features and shit. Like know, you pop up on my spot for real. You be popping up on my Spotify, and I'm just like, oh, I know her. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, like, that's my friend. Okay. She's making moves. Spotify is just like, you know you want this bop. <laughs> Fucking add this bitch. Stop playing. <laughs> oh, shit. Hello? I can hear you. Raven? Okay. Raven, <laughs> oh my no! This is so, so well. This is so fucking ghetto. I can't. <laughs> we are really trying. This is so fucking ghetto, right? This is so ghetto. This is so fucking ghetto. Oh god. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if she can hear this conversation, but I think I. Can you? Can you? Can, did you hear us talking? Oh, my screen fucking. That thing again. I said it for 10 minutes. Oh, my bad. What were y'all saying? <laughs> oh, just like tap, keep tapping your Oh, my thing. God. <laughs> I cannot take it. Is your, phone, oh. is your phone plugged in? My phone is plugged in. My, you know your screen just goes dark. Oh, I told you, new fucking phone. It's not my phone. No, nah, that's that droid shit. Wow. <laughs> exactly. That's wow. that droid shit. Y'all got green messages and shit. Wow. <laughs> okay, what did I miss in the last, like, 12 seconds? <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a lot of confusion. We were just talking about how this whole situation is just ghetto as fuck. How, how the sale just keep coming out. This is like... Oh, y'all just complaining. Okay. Yeah, we was just talking shit. Okay, yeah. that's fine. My question was, I don't know. I, it's fine. I can edit it. I'm a, I'm a, like, fake engineer. It's cool. But, like... <laughs> You look uh, like our first engineer, trash. It's like, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> it's like, I'm just kidding. You're the shit. 
I, for some, I've never done this before. I am the shit. You um, know you are. So what I was going to ask was, uh, well, first of all, what's the last thing you heard me say? <laughs> um, oh, damn. I don't remember. Damn, y'all just started talking shit and forgot everything. That's cool. <laughs> That's fine. I had, well, I, I had finished saying something. I think you were trying to transition to something else. I was. I was yeah, trying like to you didn't say anything. Wow. I was. That's why I'm damn, remember. unimpressed. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so what I was gonna say was like, okay, I talked. I talked about you being on my Spotify. I talked about um, mm-hmm. growth. Did you hear me say stuff shit about growth? Whatever, like mm-hmm. transition journeys and shit. Okay, well, I'll start there. Okay, so that's cool, like, being able to see your journey. And, like, that's part of the point of this podcast, right, is to talk about people's journeys and seeing, like, how they're progressing, like, right now in the present. But something I also want to, you know, showcase is lessons learned, right? So, like, what's something that you've learned in the last, like, eight years that you started making music and performing where you're just like, damn, I will never do this again. Like, never. Fuck that shit. Okay, so the first one I already mentioned is the pay-to-play. Never do that. That's fucking stupid. That's the dumbest thing ever. You should never have to pay for an audience. That is, oh, no, no. You should never have to pay to perform anywhere. That's one. Uh, two, I would say be be leery of who you work with. You don't have to work with everybody. Just because somebody say, oh, my God, you're so good. I want a feature. You're going to say, okay, I'll do a feature. No. If the music is not good, if the music doesn't sound right, do not. Do not. If it's not in your heart to work with somebody, do not do it because you're going to regret it so hard. That's, that's a reflection too. on you, right? Like if you on a whack-ass track, they're going to be like, Exactly. And if it's like mixed wrong or mixed improperly and you just sound trash, it just makes it, it makes you look super bad. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, Three. The, I think it's the last one. I'm still learning, of course, but um, st- stick to it's cool to experiment, but remember who you are as an artist. Like, you don't have to, like, imitate or copy anybody's out right now. Do what's in your heart. Do what you like to do. Do what you like. And if they like it, cool. If they don't, that's all right. It's all about how you feel at the end of the day. And if people can connect with that, that's cool. Usually people can connect with, somebody, connect with people or artists who are, real, who are real and are true to themselves. And you just got to be yourself. Yeah, that's some, like, reading rainbow type shit that's some like heartfelt advice so wait i have a question so i guess like with what you with like your last you know bit of advice be yourself and 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 be true to who you are um would you say that when like I'm, i'm i'm trying to phrase this right when you first started like in the studio when you were 18 would you say that you knew who you were or you knew what you were trying to portray like then or was it a process like during the whole journey of doing music does that make sense it was de- yeah it definitely makes sense it definitely was a process when I was 18 I had no clue who I was as a person let alone an uh, artist and what I wanted to make what type of music I want to make I was mm-hmm. just like trying to get my thoughts and my feelings out at that moment or how I was feeling at a certain period of time, like putting it over a beat. But as I got old and like connected with who I am and who I and who I, who I am, and who I've become, my music has definitely changed like drastically. Because it's like it's basically basically me reflecting on all the things I've experienced in the past and all the things I've been through to become the person I am today. So 
Yeah, I definitely didn't know who I was at the beginning, but I'm starting to figure it out. Of course, I still feel like I have a long way to go to completely figure out who I am. But as an artist, I'm definitely like honing in on the my style and who I am as an artist. Mm, so it sounds like it, it sounds like you have to have like a lot of like patience with the journey. Oh, a lot of patience, a lot. Okay. This, a reflection. The, mm-hmm. the music game is one that if you rush, the sooner you get it, the sooner you're gonna lose it. So. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. The quicker you get it, the quicker you lose it. So I would say, yeah. like, take your time. Take your time. Figure out who you are as an artist, your sound. If you don't, if you rush it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound like you rushed it. And you're just going to, mm, it's not going to go the way you want it to go. Trust me. Hmm. That's, like, That's super so- interesting. I kind of feel like that can apply to, like, a lot of things. Well, especially, you know, most things creative. Because you really have to um, put into consideration in what you're putting out. You know, like mm-hmm. there are like there are a lot of shortcuts and a lot of things in life. So I think it's kind of cool how, you know, this is like another example where it kind of shows like take your time, trust the process, believe in yeah, yourself be and everything. Yeah. Like be intentional and everything will kind of follow through. So that's yeah. dope. So I want to talk more about your project. Like I know you say your sound has um you know, changed over time because you were finding yourself, you become a different person. You're not the same person that you were 18. So like I, from just personally hearing your music, I know we've, we played around with the different themes and slogans and shit, but I would describe your music as sad girl bops, a sad box. As what? Sad bops. You said bop, sad bops. Yeah. Definitely sad, Bob. <laughs> I'm a very sad individual. <laughs> You're sad. You're more like emotional. You're very in tune with your feelings. Very, so like, very much so. Tell me about some of your project or maybe like your favorite project. Because I know I personally, like I fuck with your, especially like your most recent shit. I think like it's very telling about like your journey and just like where you are. It's like finding your sound. And that's just me. That's just my opinion. But um Tell me about like something like a project that was super like close to your heart and like make you feel like, oh, damn, like this is dope. Like just resonated you resonated with you strongly. Um, I still think my, I, I agree. My last project, Soulmate, I feel like that was my best project that I put out so far as it, uh, when it comes to like cohesiveness of the project. And definitely as in definitely as in finding my sound and who I am as an uh, as an artist, or honing in on that particular sound of the sad bops. Because my favorite song, I think, off that project was Catch My Mustard. And I just love that song. I love how emotional that song is. And just, like, it was just me pouring my feelings out. And that's something I feel like I've been lacking on with some of my music. Like, sometimes I, sometimes I try to avoid being super vulnerable in my music. But I'm trying to find that there's um, there's beauty and vulnerability. And that, and I enjoy making that song because I was able to be who I am. A sad, a sad bop. Sad boy sad at heart. Sad little baby bop. <laughs> sad little baby bop. Yep. Those who don't know, Jess is a solid five foot even. So if I make jokes about her heights because she <laughs> she's a little snack. She's a little snack size. Little sad bop. <laughs> I am not fun. I'm fun size. I am super short. And if anybody think I'm tall, that is cool. That's cool. But I'm not. I'm very short. Y'all see Jess on the street. Tell her that she's like, real <laughs> tall today. Yeah, that'll make me feel real good. Like, like a real big. Wait, how tall are you? Like a real big. Five feet. Oh, okay. Even. True. Solid. 
<laughs> Ten toes down, five feet, okay? Oh, uh, facts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, what, tell us about, like, what you got cooking now. Like, do you have anything, uh, some write-ins coming up, some new projects? Like, what should we be looking out for? Because, of course, this journey is not over. You're still out here grinding, trying to get your, you know, well, first of all, even before we get there, like, I feel like we've touched on this a little bit, but like, what does for, you know, this, this passion that you have, like, what does success look like for you when it comes to like pursuing music? Like, how would you determine like whether or not you're successful in this thing that you're doing? Um, success for me would, would be, uh, be a, being able to financially support myself with music. It doesn't have to be something over the top, just to be able to live comfortably and be able to make music for a living, and also to be able to connect with as many people and, and affect as many people positively as possible. So that would be great. Like, that's true success for me, and be able to give back to my, my community and the places that helped me become the person that I've become and aided in my growth as an artist and as a person. Who would you say has aided you in your growth, like, the most? Like, mm, I hate to say it. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. I was my little brother. Really? Yeah, because I, I was I, not expecting that answer. Okay, I'm listening. Because this is the crazy part about it. Because he likes music too. I think he likes music. He's never gonna say it. he likes music because I like music. He's always been that way. He a copycat. That's what he do. <laughs> but that's fine. That is absolutely fine. So whenever I make music, I always let him listen to it, and he always gives like an honest opinion. He'd be like, "Nope, this is not it. Nope, we need to change this. I don't, I don't know about this. I don't know if people gonna resonate with this." So it's always like he's super honest about music. He always tells me what I should do to make it better. Or, or how to, like, get an audience or what I should do to, like, market it correct. So I would say my little brother, even though he does get on my fucking nerves every day. Okay, little bro. All right. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's news to me. But that's what's up. <laughs> but what what do we, what do you have cooking now? Like, what do we, what should we be anticipating in the future for your music? So I am currently working on a debut album, which is going to be, Ooh. like, I'm hopefully, I'm thinking maybe 10 tracks. And it's going to be called let us not pretend and it's gonna be dropping please 2020 and i'm gonna drop 2020 but i'm dropping a single this fall okay and i'm shooting a video too this fall too so it's gonna be i think it's gonna be pretty good we're gonna see what the people think but in my heart it's fire do you have any like shows coming up locally for any of our any of our local listeners so actually i am um Closing on uh, closing the show at um, Uncommon Ground on October fifth. It's gonna be with Nev and Dance Stop. Hmm. So that should be fire because Nev is really she's a really talented uh, singer and uh, Dance Stop is a really talented rapper. So it should be good. And where is this? Uncommon Ground? Oh my god, I do not know the address. Wait, you said Uncommon. this is from Woodstock? Oh no, Uncommon Ground. Oh, I'm is like, it? wait, what a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna be at Uncommon Ground. I think it's on the it's definitely on the north side. And the people I'm performing was the. The girl's name is Nev, and the guy who's a rapper, his name is Dead Stop. How do you spell Nev? N-E-V. N-E-V. I'm, I'm trying to, like, Google it, see if anything comes mm. up. So we can and get the location. October. When? It's October 5th. October 5th, and you open it? Uh, I believe so. We haven't got, like, the details yet. But, yeah. Okay. October 5th, baby. Okay, that's dope. And I've, of course, been to your shows. And, like, Live. let me just tell y'all, 
her shit be live. She be bouncing all around the <laughs> stage. She'll jump off and shit. Hella eye contact, mad, like loud, like she, lots of leanness, lots of energy, lots of energy, which is like so funny because if you know just in real life, she is so fucking chill and just so like, she'll like, before a show, she'll be chilling. Like she'll talk to like the other artists and she'll like, you know, chat it up with people. But like, if given the option, you would be completely fine sitting in a stool in the back in the dark on your phone on Twitter. Like, (laughs) minding your business, not even bothered, like just trying to be like obscure as fuck. But then when she got up on that stage, she's like, I I can't even, I'm not even gonna, no, because I'm just gonna play the music. I'm not gonna disrespect your tracks like that and try and sing along. Yeah, that's 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 definitely you. <laughs> that's definitely yep. you. Yeah, flip the switch. <laughs> Were you able to find the address? Yes. So um you can find tickets at uncommonground.com. Uh it is on September. I mean, I'm sorry, it's on Saturday, October 5th, 2019. It's an eight to ten o'clock show. It's ten dollars. Um it is in Lakeview. But when I looked it up on the map, it said more like Wrigleyville. But anyway, the address is 3800 North Clark Street in Chicago. So is that that place where it's like upstairs? It's not it's like down. That's where um, it's, next it's like underground, I believe. <laughs> Are you, she's taking it literally. <laughs> no, I think no, it remember, is a basement thing. You remember Nexus J had that show? Raven. Oh, that within the back. Okay, Um, I know. Y'all, okay, that's a nice space. It's it's like confusing because I was like, they was like trying to escort me in. I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) This is exclusive. What? (laughs) Okay, but it's a cool space. All right, that's exciting. Okay, October fifth and on Common Ground. That's dope. Any other plugs? Because this is the time, girl. Uh This is the time. Plug, plug, plug. Shameless is, plugs only. That is it, though. No more plugs. Okay, yeah. where can folks find you? Oh, my God. I tweak. Yep, you're right. That's, that's right. rule, that's oh, rule number one. That's rule number one. Take this, Take this branch down. <laughs> okay, so um, you can find me everywhere. Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Facebook, but I don't really be up on there like that. At Just So, that's J-U-S-S-O-L underscore. Just So, J-U- S S O L underscore. You should follow me there and get all the information about my life and how silly I am on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. This has been great. So first of all, I want to thank you again for being the first guest on success pending. Thank you, know, you guys for having me, man. Of course we, we want to inspire people. We want people to see and know like whatever it is that you're trying to do. There's other niggas out here doing the same thing. Don't get discouraged. Keep on going and find out what success looks like to you. And you can have the most fulfilling experience possible. So this has been super Thanks. dope. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, technology, for not being shitty. <laughs> uh, I'll give her I'll give her a B minus. Yeah, she she passed, but she definitely could have done better. She did this like, if if this recording was like homework or whatever, like she technology did it like right before coming to class, right? 
She did, she did it on the way to class. She did it on the way. She copied her friend. Like, that's how basic it was today, but it's cool. Alrighty, y'all. Uh, Jess, we gonna let you go. You go ahead and sleep because we know niggas was not trying to be out here in this tempest today. <laughs> we all tired, y'all. I know. <laughs> to be stay your ass in the house well or be while out don't get your nails done in the summer that's not nice either you want to have your nails done in the summer though yeah like can we give up yeah the mantra the mantra is supposed to be positive and encouraging the mantra is going to be you'll have savings in the winter when you stay your ass at home (laughs) sure am i wrong (laughs) sure Save five dollars a save five dollars a week starting starting November first. You'll have plenty of bread by March or April. What if what if I'm just saying sidebar. What if like someone made like a hibernation savings, right? Like you stay in the house, like you were saying, like you save five dollars or whatever, or however much you can save, possibly on your digit app. And by the time it gets warm again, now you have this act up money for the spring and summer. Yeah, like that's the, like really good advice. Ooh, I'm gonna try and do that. That's like really good advice. I'll up, I'm just saying, you know, I'm the budget you. queen, apparently. Like, no. <laughs> I'm gonna update y'all. T- uh, what is it? April 2020. No, June. June 2020. Right, facts. Be like, In how Chicago. much? I'm gonna be like, how much act up money do I have, y'all? You could take bets. It's fine. But yeah. But yeah, what's five times 25? 100. That's you an engineer. It. That's only That's 125. That. No, that's 125. That's 100. Because four quarters is about... Oh yeah, 120. Damn, that ain't no money. No. That's no fucking money. That's like... An, that's an Uber out. That's an Uber home. And then maybe two drinks for yourself. It would have to be like $5 a day. <laughs> Damn. Damn, I'm, I mean, some days I don't be having five dollars. That's what's sad. A like, dollar a day. A dollar a day. No, that's seven dollars a week. That's not. That's that's not that much either. Ten dollars a week. Y'all set your own personal goals. Yeah. About that's what you're trying to say. Figure out what you can reasonably do and actively make a plan on how you can save. For me, like yep. I said, I got my apps and I set goals in my app. Ari tells herself over and over again to stop fucking up. Yeah. And that's what's working for us. Figure out what works for you. And my own personal mantra is to just like, don't let money kind of like 
control you. Like, I know so many people where it's just like, oh, I don't have money. Oh, money, money, money. Oh, I'm just so stressed about money. Oh, whatever. Money, money, money. And yes, stress about money when it's appropriate to stress about money, like when rent is due and you don't have it. Or, you know, like, you know, like stress about it when it's important. But like a lot of people just put so much pressure and emphasis on money and, you know, cutting people off because they don't have money or getting with niggas because they have money. And just like, just like, just like their focus is just money. But you have to realize you will lose money 20 times faster than when you make it. I mean, unless you're like Beyonce, you just make millions while you're sleeping. She has equity. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's different. But it's just kind of like my like motto is just like you can lose money as quick if not quicker than when you make it. So not only is Ari reminding you of your mortality, but she's also (laughs) trying to tell you that everything that you love and hold dear in this world is fleeting. It can be taken away. Yes, it can. So spend your time rather than your money. You feel me? That's cute. (laughs) I mean, spend your money on bills and shit, but it's like you can have hella fun without no money. Like that walk we talked about last week. Word. When you broke them walks be hidden. Head team. Walk around with your with your little with your little headphones in. Yeah. Or if you don't got headphones, just blast that shit on. Like niggas blast, tend to do. Right, blast that shit on. And like, rap along right, to it. Right. <laughs> shit. Make nervous. Yeah, like just do your I don't know. You can have fun with all money. I think I just I just cannot stand being around someone that like literally like talks about money talks about how much money they have how much money they don't have it's just it's just draining oh yeah it makes it makes it makes me feel like depressed you know I follow people on Instagram where like all they do is just like flash they like fucking watches and yo, shit yo that shit is weird to me and show you their steering wheels so yes. you know what car they drive and like have or them, show the bottom of their shoes to let you know that they're loose I saw some ugly ass I saw just the same thing I'm talking about right now I had some ugly ass shoes they look like some Bowser joints like they just put fucking spikes on the bitch like on the toes like you could kick somebody and like stab them at the same time <laughs> And he was flexing that shit like he was the freshest thing ever. And I just thought, you must truly be a broke bitch. Right. You must be the brokest be bitch. Be brokest. Like, when I see, like, just super gaudy, flashy people, like, that's just, like, an extremely broke mentality. Like, super broke. And our people, we got to do better. We got to do better. I don't mean that you're rich and wealthy, I should say. Because like, most of the shit that you, because like I know it's like a lot of people don't even be buying, like they don't spend all their money on like, oh, I am buying a good pair of loafers that's gonna last me for the next fifteen years. Or from my job interview. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm buying some trendy ass, chunky, sketcher looking motherfucking Balenciagas because that's what's in. With a flame on the back and angel wings. Looking and like shit. right, looking like a fucking clown. You know, like we're. Not not, we're not spending our money on like invest on like investing investment clothing pieces. We aren't buying. I can't even think. Fucking cashmere sweaters. I just can't think of some shit that just lasts for a long time. Like leather jackets. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. I'm off my soapbox. My eyes are itchy, and I'm hungry. <laughs> She's going through it. She's doing the best she can. I'm fucking hungry. 
Please don't get Chinese food in Chicago. No. <laughs> no, don't go to where she went. Because I told her where to go. And she wanted to be different. And now she's itchy. Don't buy Chinese food in Chicago. No. If you, the real Unless no. it's in Chinese. I mean, unless it's in Chinatown. Northern Taste is in Bridgeport, which is Chinatown adjacent. It's Chinatown adjacent. Because they got the warehouses in the Chinatown warehouses in Bridgeport. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Monster of the day is. We had a lot of feelings today. Ari's, what was yours? Mine is, don't worry about it. Be happy. Mine is take a fucking walk. <laughs> bitch, you gonna worry. It's it's fine. I mean, it may not be fine. Shit. I mean, I'm trying to be realistic. I'm sorry. I'm a realist. I'm just like I be worrying about money too. I was worried about money up until like literally like nine forty six a.m. today. <laughs> but like I said, this this is what I was saying. This is what my mantra was. It was. Do your fucking best. Try to set goals so that you can save the money as hard as it fucking is, regardless of your situation. Figure out what you can do with your specific situation to save money. If that means taking a walk, take the goddamn walk. If it means staying as at home, stay as at home. If it means not worrying about it, do that shit too. I was going to say something else. I'm like, let me not say that and people think I'm... What, get a sugar daddy? No, think oh. I'm like pookie or something. Okay. Some new Jack City shit. Oh, <laughs> never mind. But yeah, all right, y'all. It's been another episode. We hope that y'all here saving money and doing your fucking best. Yep, <laughs> as best as you can. Don't don't live your life too hard. Don't yolo too hard. Just <laughs> yeah, just living moderately. Yeah, I suppose. Was it chaotic neutral at most? Oh, I'm so bad at that. I don't even know what that means. Like, like, like I know what it means, like, on the spectrum. Like, ugh. I'll send you a video of Vines and you'll get it. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. See ya. See ya. Freshman year, one of my professors was like, work hard now so you can play hard for the rest of your life. And I think that as young people, a lot of us don't have children. You know, and we're struggling now, or we think we're struggling now. But imagine we had a baby, <laughs> or imagine we had a husband, I don't or a that. mortgage, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So work hard now. Get your get your spending habits together now. Get your budgeting. Get get all of that intact. Pay pay down your debts if you can. Like just just like try your best to like get that out of the way now, so you can play hard for the rest of your life. Suffer now, relax later. Yep. Because this is like, this is like, I, I I just would hate to be like living my best life when I'm 20, making terrible financial decisions and having to clean that shit up, you know, in my 30s and 40s, mm. you know? You're not going to be as cute no more. Right. Like, I would rather like nip the shit in the bud now. And when I'm 30 and still kind of cute, I can afford to, you know, go wherever or do what I want to do. Basically, set yourself up. For success. For success. Ooh. Set yourself up. Ooh, plug. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that, Jen. She's really good at the mantras. <gasps> She's great at mantras, y'all. I knew it was coming. It just didn't feel right when we ended the episode the first time. But, you know. 
the first or the or the second time. The second <laughs> this time. is like the third time that we're ending the episode, but yeah. All right, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening in. We hope that you're saving as best as you can and you're setting yourself for what, Ari? Success. Thanks for listening in. All right, see ya.